Oh, return. man. I'm ready, man. Man, this is going to be a good one, man. I always wanted to do one like this. Thank you for being on. Sitting here with a sheriff's deputy. That's what you'd call it? That's that's what I call it, man. That's what you I call it. I appreciate you for having me, too, man. Man, thank you for your service, man. Seriously. I, I appreciate that, man. Go ahead and introduce yourself, man. Tell these people who you are, what you do. Uh, you don't have to say the agency or anything like that. Just go ahead and say your name. Introduce yourself. So, so can... I'm Kobe Seague. Um I've been a sheriff's deputy for going on five years now, man. Going on five years. Five years. All right, man. That's Yeah, I met him through when I was on the ambulance. We cross up together, so run a few emergencies together. We've been on a bunch of calls together. Yeah. Um, how long you was for uh, KDM? Uh, almost four years. Four years. Almost yeah. four years. Four years. Uh, three and a half. We ran a couple emergencies. We together, ran a lot man. of emergencies together. Yeah, a lot. Good times. It was good times, man. I miss it. I miss being around that environment. Uh, you recently, what you recently got over there, man? I just found out. Yeah, man. I actually got a little promotion lately, man. Uh, matter of fact, the last two days I got a promotion to corporal. Congratulations, man. Appreciate Seriously, you, man. that's well deserved for sure, man. Thank you, man. So. Let me, let's, let's let them know a little bit about yourself. So, where are you from? Mm-hmm. You can say where you're from, can you? I mean, yeah, yeah. A little so, bit about yourself, man. So, uh, born and raised in New Iberia, Louisiana, man. Um, love it there. I mean, uh, the food, the atmosphere, the people you deal with. They're, most of the people you deal with, man, they're, they're very friendly. You know, they're, they can hold conversation with you. They, they don't have any problems holding the conversation that's true man the problem is true. actually getting shut up yeah that's i mean <laughs> that's but that's the, anywhere down that's here the in problem. South louisiana man definitely man you go to tell them man uh you go buy something at a store you're not gonna not talk to somebody for five minutes sometimes you know if not even longer so you from new iberia yeah actually <clears throat> you lived in so like they got different sections like y'all call it with grand marys where you from yes yes grand mary so grand mary is basically basically just a little village man Basically, a little village. Um, I mean, I grew up there. Basically, everybody's family. Everybody knows each other. Yeah, everybody knows each other there, that's for sure. Yeah, it's a really good town to actually grow up in and whatnot. What's y'all, uh, y'all big thing y'all do out there is y'all Mardi Gras, huh? The Mon Ami? Mardi Gras, baby. The Mardi yes, Gras King himself. Mardi Gras, baby. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's good times. Good times. That's nice, man. Uh, i never been, man. I always wanted to go. Mm-hmm. I see it. I see, like, on your Snapchat store every now and again when you, the last few times mm-hmm. you had been. Seen that? Just see, like on Facebook, man. It looks really. Yeah, Mardi Gras is a big thing for us, man. It's um. Uh, it's like your own little New Orleans, right it, there. It's it's basically food, family, love, and partying. And, and you liquor. can't ask for better, man. A lot of liquor. Yeah, man. A lot that's of liquor, good... man. <laughs> yeah. Tore from the floor, my brother. Yeah, matter of fact, man. Uh, that's what I usually save my uh, vac- vacation for is Mardi Gras. Oh time. wow, really? Yeah, yeah. So that's really important to y'all community, Definitely. right there. Definitely. Which, I mean, I'd say community. You know, it's would be like your own little community. Everybody has their back, you know. Every, everybody in that community has each other's back. You yes. Know? Yes, without That's, a doubt, man. It's awesome. So you patrol out there, I'm assuming, sometimes? All the time. Yeah, make sure everything's copacetic where you came from? All the time. That's good, man. So you and grew it's, up. It, it's, I don't mean to cut you off. No, go ahead, man. man. Go ahead. But, no, no. But it's, it's, it's funny because, like, I'm born and raised from Grand Mary, little, you know, little area. And I'm always patrolling out there. So other people actually patrol out there. So whenever other people's out there, you know, you always got the people come outside and everything yep, yep. flagging the cop down, thinking it's me. Yeah. But it's really other people. And 
That's that's awesome, man. Have you uh, so you grew up in New Iberia? You lived out here most mm-hmm. all your life. If I the times I've talked to you and that's all I've known you all lived. my all my life. Yeah. How old are you? I'm twenty six. Twenty six years old, than me. Now. Yeah, man. Seems you see you've been working out, bro. Oh, you know, you look got good, to. man. You, you look got good, to, man. You, you look got good. To. Uh, it started out as a hobby, man. Like I loved it. It started off with football, powerlifting, um, and it became an addiction actually. Yeah. And it goes hand in hand with the career I chose. I yeah. mean, the career I chose. Right, right. No, so right. I mean, you can't be, you know, a deputy or a, a officer or anything without being in some type of shape yeah you want to be in some type of shape because yes. you out there you're protecting while we sleeping or whatever man you, you, know? you, you never know what you're going to run into man you that's never good know. and you have to have you know the resources you have to have your own back because yeah. your backup can be you know 10 miles out right because you're, minutes you're out. not in a city wind like more of a rural area parish wise is what we have out here definitely most most of most uh people listening most of them 75 percent knows about parishes the others knows about county right right i think matter of fact fun fact is i think louisiana is the only state that that uses uh that's very true that's very that's very correct we're the only ones that use parish i don't know why so people out of state of louisiana parish (coughs) is the same thing as county same thing as county just two different names but so man growing up did um how was your childhood or your life growing up um if you if it's if it's something you may not want to talk about, no nah, man, we everything's off limits right now, man. I'm, I'm I'm down to talk about anything. Um, as a child, bro, I had what I needed. Yep. I had everything I needed. Um, everything I asked for. Um, I had. I wouldn't say I everything I asked for, but what I needed, I had. Man. That's good, man. That's um, uh, that's how I want to be. We didn't grow up with with the most money or anything like that, but we also wasn't struggling. That's good, man. So, but I, I'm blessed. Yep, I see that, man. And congratulations on your house you just bought, man. Appreciate you, man. Seriously, Appreciate man. You. Proud of you, man. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's funny inside joke. I would always make jokes about. Yeah, housing and all that because you stay one of our buddies and all that. Yeah, that shit ain't funny. I know it's not funny. I love you. I love you to death, though, man. I love you to death. And seriously, congratulations to you and your your fiance or soon to be uh, maybe I don't know girlfriend. Soon, so soon to be fiance. That's good, man. Congratulations to both of y'all and your little handsome little dog you got here, man. Yeah, yeah. Little dude's wet. I don't know if that's pee or uh, water. (laughs) Might be his water. So he's a he's a golden doodle, bro. So he has a lot of fur. So whenever he drinks, his little beard or oh, whatever yeah. it gets full of water. So like he walks around dripping water and shit pisses me off. <laughs> pisses me off. Yeah. Man. So growing up, man, you uh, I was I think I was the same way as you, man. I, I had what I needed. I didn't always get what I asked for. Mm-hmm. My my dad always worked offshore and all that, and uh, so we had the things we needed. We had we never not had lights or water, you know, just right. the basics. Exactly. And I want to try to do for my kids more. Which I'm sure you feel the same, but Definitely. not to a way to where it'll ruin them as an as, as an adult. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Growing up as a kid, you once you got into high school, how was your high school years? So, so I just I just want to learn a little. I just want them to. Cause I know about you. I want them mm-hmm. to know about you a no, little bit. Definitely, definitely. High school, man. Um, I mean, I played football. Um, I was a powerlifter. All that good stuff. I, I, I knew a lot of people, right? But the people that—how do I put this? The people that didn't really associate associate with a lot of people, right? I I associated with them. I, I okay. made them, you know, feel like 
hey bro you can come hang with us or like you, you can you can chill out with us all that good stuff like i was a very well-known person but that didn't get to me in high school but in a good way but in a good way yeah 100%. i always i never I seen always tried, i always tried to involve people that didn't you get know. that type of involvement with anybody exactly. else in a different crowd man that's exactly. awesome yeah. that's what i'd say about you too man i would never i would i think if we it's funny though man because you graduate you're a year older than me and uh we went to two different high schools but i think you graduated before me i, I graduated so, in 15 i graduated in 17 technically yeah. so a couple years after but yeah. yeah man so as your high school career went on your high school years uh did you ever get in any trouble? I know that might be a little weird question. If no, it's something, no. anything you can't or cannot no. say, I know you. Um, in high school, <coughs> man, uh, I didn't get in any trouble at all, no. actually. Um, no. No, I can't say that I have. I mean, we had a few, you know, here and there tussles after school. Or right, anything, right. But, but who not. hasn't? Who hasn't? Yeah, exactly. We never actually got in trouble. We never got the laws involved in any of our disturbances or anything like that. Um, no. So you never had a run-in with the cops or anything like that? N never. Well, that's awesome, man. Never. I used to, so fun fact, man, I am a cop right now, but as, you know, high schooler, middle schooler, whatever, I, I hated the police. Yeah, I know that's, that's where I was kind of getting at with that. think about it, bro, like, we're the only people that actually look for things, look for people. Right, like, right. look for things wrong, look for, look for trouble. Yeah. We're the only people like that. Yeah, so that's a uh, that's what I was getting at with that man. Uh, it'd be funny. It'd be funny. Look at the dog getting on in the background. He wants some of that uh, talk time. Yeah, you hear that? It's all good, man. Nope. Uh, yeah, that's what. So getting out of high school, what was your first job out of high school, or did you have a job in high school? Yeah. Uh, no. So I did not have a job in high school. Um, so my senior year, um, I actually stopped playing football because you know I wanted the money. I wanted this. Right, I right, wanted right. that. And, again, back to my parents. I mean, I had what I wanted. I had what I needed. Right. But certain things that I want, they, you had they, to buy. I had to buy. Right. So, That's how it was with, like, the fancy shoes I wanted or the name exactly. brand shoes, name brand stuff. I had to buy it. Exactly. I get it. No, so, I get it. at the end of the day, I'm like, all right, if I want this, I'm going to have to buy this myself. So, right. So, you got to start making some sort of income. My senior year, man, I actually stopped playing football and I ended up um, – working and my right. first job was i was at the career center as a welder and okay. my first job was um a welder oh wow a, aluminum welder where you worked at uh gator tail man it's a it's a little it's a little business out of uh Lordville. Lordville, yep. yes yep. correct that's all they hiring now man that's awesome uh that's what i do now welder <clears throat> that's where i started aluminum welding after so i worked on the ambulance for the three and a half i think it was close to four three and a half i can't remember exactly i, I remember whenever you first started welding man yeah you sent me you used to submit them little snapchats to your wells, Some ugly wells huh? Godly, man you should see them now it looks don't look any better no it looks the, better the wells, the wells you used to send me used to piss me <laughs> off man. make you want to slap me a little bit man, man a little bit yeah man i i needed to make more money man uh, i had a family and all that so after you did your welding and all that <clears throat> Now, if you have any questions for me, man, feel free to ask, bro. Seriously, whatever. Definitely. So, uh, your first, what made you want to become a cop? Or let's say, oh, is it, can I say cop or deputy, sheriff's deputy? Yeah, whatever. Cop. Man. What made it you want to become a cop, man? So, I have this buddy, man, that's actually a paramedic. Well, 
Yeah, he's a paramedic. He was a paramedic. No, he's a big supervisor. Big white shirt, yeah, man. Yeah, big white shirt. Shout out to my boy Trent, man. Yeah, that's a good guy. I know him Shout as well. Shout out to my boy Trent. Yeah. Um, so we used to go eat out, bro, like have these little guys nights and everything. Right. And he used to always tell me like stories about what he ran or what happened or all kind of other stuff, bro. And like, I'm like, damn, bro. I wish I would deal with. I, I wish I would deal with this. I I, I want to be into. I this. wish I had the stories to say. Yeah, yeah, basically. And he just came out and be like, "Man, you should become a cop." And I looked at him and I'm like, "Bro, shut the fuck up. Right, I'm, right. I'm not. I'm not doing that. I, I'm no." And I actually applied with the sheriff's office, bro. And like a week later, they contacted me and they was like, "Hey, look, you got it. We need an interview. We need this. We need that." And I'm just like, "Oh." Yeah, this is for real um, right now. Are you are you, are you are you sure? Like, do you know me? Are you sure? Because yeah. like like I said before, previously, man, I used to hate cops. Like, yeah. Never got in trouble with the cops or anything. I just didn't like them. Yep. And I applied, and ever since then, bro. I mean, yeah, like the little NWA song, "Fuck the Police." And basically, straight from the underground. Yep, straight from the underground. But uh, best decision I made, man. Yeah, man. Best I'm, decision. I'm proud of you, man. I remember the first time. I, uh, Ever did see you. Mm -hmm. It was actually one night me and Trent were working together. Big as shit. Big as shit. (laughs) And uh, I remember that, man. The first time I met you, you was in your your FTO. You were with your FTO and all that. Mm -hmm. The field training officer. Um, Fun fact, you bring that up, man. Um, You explained to my field training officer, FTO. Um, As a part of corporal, I'm actually a field training officer now, man. That's awesome, man. I think you... um, from the calls I have ran, and we'll go over a few of them calls I, that I remember. I'm sure mm-hmm. once I bring them up, you might remember some of them. But uh, we always give each other a hard time from the ambulance to the oh, police a, car. That's just it's way. all love, man. But at the end of the day, we have each other's back, and Without that's one thing I, I liked about it. And I loved having him and the guy he was with on our emergency because I felt pretty safe. You know, not saying I couldn't handle my own, but. If somebody's there with something a little more than just hands, and I got these guys who are willing to put their lives on the line, and uh, I've been wanting to get a, uh, I started this podcast maybe like a month and a half ago, and I told you from when I started, I want to get you on and mm-hmm. all that, and uh, <clears throat> actually one of our buddies, I met him through Kobe, he uh, has a podcast, uh, TJ, what's it called, the Cozy Podcast? Cozy Podcast, The Cozy yeah. Podcast, pretty, pretty good, man, check them out on YouTube. Man, look, shout out to my boys, TJ and Nick. Um, they actually, like he said, they actually got a little podcast called The Cozy Podcast. So, you know, after y'all check this one out, y'all go ahead and yeah. check y'all uh, and, theirs out. And I actually ah. talked to them. I want to get them on, and uh, maybe I get lucky enough to be on theirs one day. So Yeah, I actually got a little little interview with them also. Yeah. So we do have an episode out. Um, yep. So y'all go check that out. You get to see how handsome this uh, cop is right here. I appreciate that, yeah, man. man. Of course, man. I appreciate that. That's so, that Grand Mary blood. <laughs> that, I mean, bro, we're the same color, but I'm a little, a little darker. I'm a little more redder, according to you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's all good. But uh, so man, take me, take. Can you take me through? No, nah, I'm gonna like do a little step by step here, so they get. I know we got time. I don't want to, you nah, know, take your time, man. I all got right, all man. the time in the world. Awesome. So, so I wanna. So after you got the interview and all that. You have to go through what is it? Not a basic training, the military's basic training. What would you call that? Like a um... so it's 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 called a leader. That's what it's called. Okay. It's, it's called the leader. Um, it's basically uh, you know you basically learn all your laws over there. Um, 
It would be like not a training. Is it a training camp? What would you? It's... I mean, they 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 throw everything at you, man. They they throw they throw uh, physical fitness at you. They throw mental fitness at you. They throw uh, the laws at you. It, it's it's basically a boot camp, bro. Yeah, to get it, you ready for being on. Yeah, okay. I mean, they're they're towards the beginning and the middle of the academy. They they're hard, bro. Right. Like they're really yelling in your face, all that good stuff. And as a cop, um. You don't know what you're dealing with. You're going right. to a call. You have no clue what you're dealing with. So you have to have that mentality. If somebody's screaming and yelling at your face, calling you every word in the book, you have to, you know, calm this whole situation down. You have to chill out. You right. have to take a breath. Even though you may want to slap the fuck out these people, <laughs> you have to relax, <laughs> calm down, um, get control of whatever's going on, and just, you yeah. Know, maintain yeah it t- definitely i'd say it uh takes a strong person to do the job you do and even for anybody in the uh emergency services like i've been there myself so i've seen it on the medical side i never had to deal with the law enforcement side like you do on a day-to-day basis i don't know what you go through i kind of got a familiar idea but i really don't know deep down inside what you do and you see with the medical but you don't you know it's different but it's still the same at the end of the day it's almost the same so you go through your I don't know what to call your little your training that you had to go through. Mm-hmm. Uh, were you home every night yes. with the training? Okay, yes. well that's good. So the um, the class I was in, the leader I was in, and everything, it was actually like thirty minutes from where I live. So I okay. was fortunate enough to actually, you know, go there every day, Monday through Friday, and be back home every night. That's good. So that's good. I, I, I was fortunate enough for that. So you say that that little training uh, at the acad- academy, the academy. Yes, yes, the that's academy. What it's that's the academy. It, the yes. academy. So he was at the academy. Would you say that that'll make you a break you? Hundred to be coming into law enforcement. Hundred okay. percent. So um, if it doesn't break you, so say I right. wouldn't wouldn't use the word break, but definitely if it wouldn't break you um they have a little rule with tests you have a test every single week um if you fail that test like a written test or is this like a uh face-to-face test? no a written test just a written test, written okay. test. Okay. you have a written test every single week if you fail one of them tests then you have one chance to retake it if you fail the second time you're out you're done you you're cut out. out of the academy but if you pass the second time doesn't matter you pass that test, but you cannot fail any other test the rest of the academy. Oh, so you have a one chance. One chance. That's okay. it. Them boys, them boys, they don't put up with no bullshit, bro. Like, they're... That's good, man. You protecting and serving us, serving us so you want... Definitely. How they say you the finest. You want the Definitely. finest police officers, deputies, troopers, all of that, you know? Definitely. So, <clears throat> you go through the academy. <clears throat> Do you have any most memorable moments throughout the academy? Oh, you're smiling, man. You're smiling. I, I know. I know what that smile is. So you got me a little story. So it's funny, man. Cause like, if you would have asked me the same question five years ago, whenever I was in the academy, I would tell you, I can't wait to get out. I can't wait to be wow. on the road. I can't wait to do this, do that. Now, man, if I can go back, I'll, I'll definitely go back to the academy, man. We had some really good times. Yeah. Um, really, really good times. I met a lot of different people from a lot of different agencies. Matter of fact. Um, a couple people that I actually went to the academy with, they started out with this little small department, and they're actually troopers now. Oh wow, man! Yeah, man. Yeah. Congrats so, to them, man. Congrats so like to them. the academy, man, it, it, it's it's multiple, you know, agencies coming from around the state right. and everything into that one class. So it gets you exposed to 
how different departments work, different people work, different, you know, attitudes, just everything. Right. So it's a really good, it's a really good place, man. That's awesome, man. Uh, once again, thank you for what you do all day, day and night, day in, day out for everybody to keep us all safe, man. I've uh, I've seen some of the things you had to go through and deal with, <clears throat> and I tell you what, man, I I don't know if I could do it. I don't know if I could do it on the law enforcement side, mm-hmm. uh, but throughout the academy, you had uh, do they do like tests on you as to where like you may get an award or something like that if you are the best at yeah. So like, they, if you could do ten jumping jacks. I so, can do 10. You think I'd get the award? Probably not. No, you wouldn't. No, I wouldn't. Nah, you I'm, wouldn't. A, I'm a pussy. Yeah, yeah, I'm a pussy. Yeah, yeah, you bitch. I'm bitch. Anyway. <laughs> um, <clears throat> excuse me. So, they do have a top physical fit award that... Okay. Um, so, whenever you first start the academy, you run. That's a nice story, huh, buddy? <laughs> so, whenever you first start the academy, you actually do what's called a PT tra- uh, test. So it's called <laughs> physical training. <laughs> I'll give you, yeah, man, we good. So go ahead. So, so like I said, whenever you begin in the uh, the academy, you take this PT test. PT stands for physical training. Tra- okay. So um, basically, you do your mile and a half. Um, I, thought I thought it started for something else, but okay, you go ahead. No, um, it's mile and a half. Uh, how many push-ups? How many sit-ups? <clears throat> all that good stuff, and you have a time. So at the end of the academy, your goal is to beat the time you set from the beginning of the academy. So to, it's like a PR. You want to beat your... Basically, okay. yes. Yes. PR, PBE, PB, personal best, peanut butter, I don't know. Yeah. Of course. Okay. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> Dude said peanut butter. I'm dead. Man, all right. All right. So um, like I said, you try to beat that score you made from the beginning of the academy. All right. And whoever had the best, you know, score of the end of the academy, they basically got the award for most physical fit deputy. They got top of the class. They have a top shot. All this good stuff. Did you receive any of those? Yeah, man. I actually, man, you weren't going to say that? I would have had to. Why, I, you don't want to brag I, on I, yourself, I, man? No, man, no. Come but on, I man. actually got Top Gun. Because, wow. you know, I'm a dog. I can shoot. You play Call of Duty? Uh, of course. That's why you of got course. Top Gun. Yeah, of course. Um, I got Top Gun. Um, I got Top Physical Fit. Um, yeah, that's the only two I got. Yeah, I could see that, man. That's You're pretty one. real good shape, man. Uh, I didn't know you would uh, get the gun when I didn't. Think you knew how to work a gun? No, but. I can shoot. Oh, okay, yeah, I can shoot. All right, I'll show you sometime. All right, yeah, yeah. show me. I, I don't know. If this is a yeah. <laughs> yeah. We can start with BB guns. Yeah, we will start with BB, uh, Nerf guns. Nerf yeah, guns yeah. for my safety. Yeah, there you go. But uh, so you got those two, man. Congrats on those little awards. I'm sure that means uh, felt pretty good to get. Definitely, man. That's good, Definitely. man. Uh, so you get out the academy. You started this agency. What happens then? Take me. Can you take me through your first? Your first day, if I'm in the passenger seat or in the back seat on your first day, take me through your first day. Can you take me through your first day? I can, I can attempt to, man. Um, again, I mean, we handle so many calls. There was so many different people, man. Um, my first day on the job, woke up that morning excited. As a matter of fact, I think I woke up like an hour. You might before. have screamed or something too Maybe in the mirror just or something. A, just, huh? a, just a look. Fucking picked his leg up and everything the, in the mirror. Started flexing a little bit. <laughs> but nah, man, first day, I actually think I woke up like an hour before my alarm went off. Wow. Man. 
and um, got dressed and got you to probably rope. slept in your uniform the night before. Huh? Hey, it would have got wrinkled. I couldn't oh, do that. Okay. Yeah, I couldn't do you want to go in there fresh? Uh, yeah, you know, clean, That's freshly good, shaved, fade. You know. Oh yeah. Um, so got there like 30 minutes early. We have briefing. Briefing is basically a meeting we have before shift, explaining what happened the night before or okay. what we're, you know, able to be on lookout for, all that good stuff. Um, and so, flashback, a week before I actually applied to the sheriff's office, I actually got pulled over by the sheriff's office oh, for wow. speeding. Not gonna mention his name or anything. He knows but, who I'm talking about. But you know him. You can tell me after this podcast. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. You know him. Do I? I, I do. Hundred percent. Okay. Hundred percent. So he actually pulled me over um, a week before. Pulled me over for speeding. Cool deal. Whatever. So pulled me over. Walked up to me and everything. I showed him all my paperwork. Like, hey man, I'm about to. You know, I'm one of y'all. I'm yeah, one of y'all yeah, now, like, man. I'm going through the process, bro. Yeah. Like, like thinking, thinking, <laughs> like I'm about to get out this ticket, bro. Man, went back to the call, showed up, boom, boom, ticket, ticket. signed right here. I'm like, oh, that's you serious? fucked up, man. You serious? That is fucked up. So first day on the job, woke up, got dressed and everything. Motherfuckers on my shift. No, huh? motherfuckers on my shift. So I do know him for sure. Oh, 100 percent. Oh yeah, I know who it is. Definitely. I know who it is. So I'm like, hey man, you remember me? You gave me a ticket. My name's Kobe. Dude was like, oh. Yeah, I got a I got a brother named Kobe. Oh yeah, I don't like him. So I'm like, <laughs> I know who that is. Hard so R, like, hard R, man. Hundred percent, hard R. Hundred yeah. percent. Oh man. Shout out to my boy, man. Yeah, that's a good dude, man. I love him to death, man. Love him to death. So yeah. Um. Anyway, back to what we were talking about. Um. Got to briefing and everything. Our little meeting, all that good stuff. Um. Met my field training officer. He explained the ropes, and we just went at it, bro. And since day one, I, I fell in love with it. How, how did it feel pulling out of that park? So you had to ride with somebody on your first day. Yes. How did that feel pulling out the parking lot knowing the you could get any kind of call right now, but you weaponized? But you I, were weaponized. You were, you were, so this is five years ago almost, so you're mm-hmm. 22, 22. 21? I, I, I was 21 years old. 21 years. Damn, man. I've been knowing you a little while then. Yeah. I've been knowing you a little while. Don't feel that long, man. No, not at all, man. Don't feel that long not at, at all. all. But uh, you pulling out the parking lot, you're 21 years old. Mm-hmm. You, you, could, you could go look at this dude, man. This dude wants some attention right uh, here. He, he's so, he's so lovable, so, man. Pretty little he's dog, just, man. Yeah. Sorry for the little squeaking in the background. I'm man. sure they That's got people little... who are animal lovers on this yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah. A little handsome little golden dude, huh? Yeah, shout out to my boy Ryder, man. That's my little baby. Yeah, handsome little dude. But uh, you pulling out your first day. You're 21. Bro, you gotta you gotta think about it, man. I'm I'm 21 years old. I'm I'm a cop. You're a cop. I'm I'm, I'm a, nobody can tell you nothing. I'm a big dog. You're a fucking big dog, dude. But I went to that first call, boy. I, I don't know if I want to do this bullshit. No, you remember but your first call? Do you do you remember your first call? I don't remember my first call. So. The first few weeks I was actually, you know, in training and everything, I started counting my, my arrests that I made. And my FTO was like, you know you're going to lose count, huh? I'm like, man, I'm keeping count. I ain't losing count. Ask me my arrest number right now. I, 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 I have no clue either. Do you remember your last number? Nope. Not at all. Yeah, doing it Not for five years almost, man. You, you're going to forget. So you, do you remember your first call ever like uh that that the very earliest call you have not at all bro i couldn't tell you no i couldn't tell you man yeah man 
So you don't remember none of like you remember any calls throughout your career, bro. That? Like I said before, man, we handle so many different calls and deal with so many different people and everything, man. We, I have random people all the time come up to me and be like, "Man, you remember me? You're, in... excuse me, <laughs> excuse me. No, I don't." Man. And they explain to me because, like, you got to think, man. As a as a deputy, you're going to work just a normal day. You're dealing with people's worst day of their life, right? So. They're going to remember that day. They're going to remember the officer they dealt with. Right. Yeah. Anybody not, they call, man. You're not going to remember that person, man. Yeah. You're right, man. It, it's, 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 it's kind of broad to say, but at the, at the same time, I mean, you're not going to remember that person. You remember any calls like uh, that stick out to you vividly? Any, anything like be from any motor vehicle accidents to a uh, dude on meth or... Uh, Endless. And yeah. Can you give I, some I, examples, man, so, so they could get the idea first, of what you have to deal with? My first real call that I dealt with, man, to like really put everything in perspective for me was we we had a disturbance call, man. And we I, I got on scene. We had other officers, you know, twenty, twenty five minutes out. So I'm first on scene. I was down the road. Got on scene and everything. This dude, I, I, I don't know what was his problem. He started, you know, going off how he's ready to die. He's ready to do this. He's ready to do that and everything. So I'm, I'm getting out of my unit. Um, his wife was across the street. And now you're by yourself at this time, yes, right? Yes, I'm by myself. I got, I got released from training. This is, this is me. It's just okay. me. Awesome, yeah. A long officer. Get on scene, all that good stuff. Um get out of my unit she's yelling across the street like he's trying to kill me blah 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 all right i deal with this all the time like all right calm down take some breaths what's going on he walks outside now by this time i'm still in the street talking to her across the street by my unit i look at him he's on the front porch of his house um <laughs> he started yelling at me i'm trying to tell him to calm down relax i started approaching him to get him to calm down because I don't, I, at this point, I still don't know what's going on. He started reaching for his oh, waistband. Uh-oh. At this point, I'm like, chill out. Right. Like, shit's about to get serious oh, yeah. if you don't chill out. Yep. So he started uh, waiting, <coughs> I mean, reaching for his wristband, oh, waistband, stayed in there. He might have had a wristband on. You never know. He might have. Yeah, I wasn't worried about the wristband. Yeah. That waistband was on your mind. Yeah, boy, 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 reaching, boy. So he was reaching everything in the back of his waistband. And he was yelling how he's ready to die, yada, yada, yada. This time, I'm, I'm keying up on the radio, explaining to all the officers that's on their way what's right. going on. Try to step it up just a little exactly. bit. Exactly. Yeah. At this time, I'm still backing up, hand on the gun. Hand right, on my right, gun, because right. I don't know what you have. So he pulls a well, gun. Oh, see, that's, that's, that's what I was getting at. Yeah. So we're on that part, just not to cut you off. Anything. No, go ahead. So he's either pulling for a weapon mm-hmm. or he's scratching his ass. One mm-hmm. or two. If you go into the back, you're back in, you either going to pull. If there's so a, cop, a, lot either. Of, a lot of people, man, go through a lot of things that us officers don't know. You know, you're handling personal things, which we completely understand. But if you're reaching for your waistband and making the statements that you are ready to die, something's about to happen. Negatives on your mind. Something is about to happen. Correct. At the end of the Correct. day, I, I'm going home. You're going home. Okay. Exactly. I am man. going home. So, I'm, at this point, like I said, he's reaching. He's making statements and everything. I'm keying up on the radio. What's going on? I'm backing up. 
he pulls the gun from his waistband. Oh shit! At this time, by the time I, by the time he pulls the gun out and everything, I already have my gun drawn at him. Um, get in my unit. I got told by my lieutenant over the radio to make some distance back up. Get in my unit, backed up. Held him at gunpoint. All that good stuff. Um, long story short, man, he ended up. He was an 18-wheeler driver, man. He ended up getting in his 18-wheeler, um, almost hit multiple deputies. Um, wow. My my lieutenant actually got on scene. He opened the door of the big truck, and that's whenever he, you know, pulled out a knife and was about to stab my lieutenant in the throat. Wow, and man. at that at that point, bro, I was in front of the I was in front of the truck, and a Glock. You have, we was taught ounces and pounds. <coughs> ounces is whenever you pull the trigger back, and whenever it gets hard, that's whenever it's pounds. Right, right. So okay. at this point, I'll see the knife comes up. I'm about to shoot. I'm about to take the shot. Your ounces already. I'm Your about ounces. to take the shot, and I, I second guess myself, bro. There, were, there was three <coughs> times, three or four times in that whole incident when I would have been 100% justified of, you know, making a shot. Right, on making my, the right call. And something just held me back like, no, this is not the time. Don't shoot him. Don't pull that trigger. Right. And he pulled the knife on my lieutenant. Lieutenant jumped back and everything. Um, almost hit me with a big truck, all that good stuff. At the, end right. of the, at the end of the call, he ended up giving up all that good stuff. But that was my first real hot call, man, whenever wow, man. everything That's- hit me like, this shit is real. Like bro. this ain't no fucking Grand Theft Auto cop this, shit. This, this is, shit is real. It could go south very, very quick. And like I said, I can't get into too much detail with it, man. But like I remember every single thing, the name, the the road, right, right, everything. yeah, no man, no, every I single get detail, yeah. man. There's man. there's HIPAA involved with a lot of this stuff, so we can't say names. But I know for a fact because I was on the image, you can talk about things. You just can't be. I can't say Kobe. You know, I can't say Kobe's house address and all that, but I could talk about that call just in general. I mean, you never know where this is. You'll never know, you know. Right. He will, and the same people that was on the call with him will. Yeah, man, that's uh, – at the end of the day, you want to come home. You got a family to come home to, Definitely. you know. You Definitely. got – at the time, I mean, you're young still, which is don't, don't make it fuck about – And that's, that, that's – I think that's what I, I love most about being a cop, man, is – you wake up every morning, you put that uniform on, you get in your unit, and before I leave that driveway, I tell myself, I'm coming home. You're coming home. And I'm that's, coming home at the end of the day. That, uh, that's, and that's why I have a, a shit ton of respect. I actually got pulled over, like I was telling you earlier, mm-hmm. by a cop, and I can't be angry at the guy. The man has a job to do at the end of the day. He got a family support. He mm-hmm. got to go home to his family. So a ticket, I'm okay with, man. You know, it's may not be okay with it, but... Yeah, man, it's uh, <clears throat> I definitely have the utmost respect for you, especially because you're one of my real, real good friends, man. I uh, I don't have the respect just because you're my friend, but of what you do, of what what do you do day in and day out? Right, right. I remember when we were working nights together. That's even that's a lot way rougher working nights. Now you're on days, so you're yeah, old, you're an yeah, old I'm, man I'm, now. I'm strictly days, man. You're an old I, man now, bro. I don't I don't mess with the nighttime, man. As far as the work. Um, I love to work at night. I really do. But it's more of a personal thing. Um, 
on your off days, man, you work nights, your off days, you sleep all day. You you work a, a two through three is what we all work together. Correct. You work the Monday, Tuesday night, which we were on the same shift. So we work Monday, Tuesday night, Wednesday, you mm-hmm. off, and Thursday, you off. Wednesday, you lose your day, you waste it, you're sleeping all day, and then you try to get on a regular schedule to be with your family, your fiance, Correct. your wife, your girlfriend, your kids, whatever, and you're missing time with them. So... I'd say for a single, if I was single, didn't have family and kids, same as you. Mm-hmm. If you do a single or by yourself, nights is a way to go. I, I would <laughs> say the work, I'd, it's not as hot during the nighttime. It's, uh, you get more excitement during the night. Correct. You know, I like the nights, but it was just rough on the family. But that's good, man. I'm glad you're on days. That's what you always, you always said. You, you I'm said, a, I'm fuck a, them nights, man. I'm a people person, man. You yeah. you meet a lot of a lot of different people during the day and everything. Um, nights are very active. You have your more in progress calls at night. Would you would you uh, are you able to recall now that call that we were just talking about that gives me a nighttime vibe? No, that was actually that was a daytime. Wow. Yeah, bro. So oh matter of fact, that actually happened down the road from a school, and wow. we actually had to put that school on lockdown because school was actually going on during wow, that man. time. Yeah, damn. I, I got a nighttime vibe. I don't know because I mean I'm similar, not that, but. You get you more excitement during the nighttime. Definitely. You, like I said before, you have more in-progress calls during the night, man. Yeah. Um, days you have, oh, this happened yeah. last night. The or, dog shit in my yard. Or, yeah, it's that bullshit. Yeah. Shit it's that like bullshit. That. You get the toes hurt during the day. Yeah. Could you tell me, could you take me through, uh, so y'all do traffic stops. I uh, see sometimes, you know, I talk to you and you're like, oh, man, I'm radar or whatever. Mm-hmm. How, how does that all work? Like your traffic stops, what do you look for? What do you, as you drive and do you pay attention to all that? I'm sure you do. Mm-hmm. Actually, I knew you do, but mm-hmm. you want to walk them through of how like your day ago you'd be driving. Because we, uh, the parish, you have a main highway running through our parish. Correct. Is a uh, highway 90. Mm-hmm. And that goes, man, that goes far. That goes far for us. Highway 90 from New Orleans, I know for a fact, all the way to. Lafayette, is it? New Orleans? So like, 90 goes far, man, right? Well, 90, 90 turns into I-10. And 49. Like, yeah. And 49, yeah. 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 Yeah, man, take us. can you take us through a little bit of, uh, since you on your days, we'll talk about your nights later because that's when we work together. Mm-hmm. Uh, could you take me through a little bit of your, your normal daytime? What do you do for traffic stops? You watching your, uh, just a community. So, so- as a patrol deputy, man, uh, we handle calls. Like, you call 911, this is what's going on, we're showing up. So, we, on a regular day, on a regular shift and everything, not all the time, we have downtime to just make traffic stops or anything. Right. Speaking personal about me, while on shift, you have to be doing something real fucked up for me to actually make a traffic stop on you. You right. have to be, you know, driving reckless. You have to be dri- um, running red lights, all this good stuff. I in got order a for me running to... a red light, but. Yeah, yeah. That's why you got a ticket. But you have to do something stupid for me to pull you over while on shift. But okay. we also have this thing that we do for, um, you know, overtime. On our off time, we actually go sit down run radar and everything and that's whenever i usually do my my majority of the traffic stops okay on that time yes how do you how do you like that do you prefer what do you what do you prefer to do as your day in and day out of a uh, being a patrolman your deputy wise like do you prefer to make traffic stops do you prefer to run emergencies so i'm not a traffic unit man no. I, I can't stand traffic 
like okay. crashes, speeders. I, I can't, I can't fucking stand it. I know y'all traffic, uh, y'all traffic. I uh, seen like something as you're doing paperwork. I might see you got to draw a little graph of how accidents happen. Correct, and all that. correct. That's a part I could of the see, crash report. Yeah, I could see as to why you. I, I wouldn't like doing that, man. That's so much to it. And uh, yeah, man, I see uh, like just the different things and all that. But uh. So you prefer to run calls? Correct. Correct. Right. Correct. Um, that's good. <clears throat> that's one thing about being a cop, man. Like I said, I mean, you wake up every morning, you don't know what you're dealing with. You don't know the type of person you're dealing with. You don't know the type of call you're dealing with. So something as minor as, you know, oh, his his leaves and his tree fell in my yard. That sounds like a daytime thing. Yes, 100%. And uh, y'all think I'm clowning, but I can't tell you. How many times we deal with people calling the cops because their neighbor's leaves fall in their yard, bro? It, it's bullshit. Imagine. And that turns into a whole disturbance. They start fighting. Neighbor gets the gun. Neighbor starts brandishing the gun towards other people. And now oh, you have man. a whole <clears throat> aggravated assault with a firearm. So it turns from leaves in my yard to I'm about to get shot. Wow. Damn, man. Yeah, that's crazy. Oh, thank you. Some good old water. Thank you. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, man, uh, do you, let's see, I'm trying to see what I want to ask, man. Uh, do you remember your first traffic accident you responded to as a deputy? Not at do all. Do you have any that you remember in at all? <sighs> yeah, man, that... There's one traffic incident that happened, man, that actually that actually got to me, bro. Um, this one accident was the one and only in my five years of law enforcement that actually got to me. Um, long story short, a two-year-old walked outside, followed her nephew, uh, her uncle, whatever it was, and he, he was going to check the mail. Two-year-old followed him and everything. Ended up going in the street and getting, you know, hit by a car. Oh, man. And, man, that's the one call in my five years of law enforcement that actually, you know, kind of fucked me up a little bit. That made me want to, that made me want to tear up a little bit, man. Yeah, I know, man. I know how it feels, man. Uh, uh, yeah, and I'm not, like, like you said, you, what, three and a half, four years on of ambulance. ambulance. Yeah. I, I'm sure y'all saw you know, because y'all not just in our parish, y'all all over. Yeah, yeah exactly. So I'm yeah. pretty sure y- y'all saw more yeah. shit than. Uh, you know. I remember one call that stuck out with me that uh, it's still like even to like right now. I just picture myself there. You know that feeling that I 100%. get. Hundred percent. Like I just like I just it just like that's I I seldomly will cry or shed a tear. You know mm-hmm. I try not to and uh who what man don't you know. And that's one thing I always say to to y'all, you know, Acadian employees or whatever. Um, I'm a firm believer of y'all should definitely have some type of ballistic vest, man. Yeah, man, because you never know what you're going to go into. I have a story for that, that uh, I will tell you about where I wish I would have had that. That uh didn't happen, but... Not every time, bro, because like, like I said, I mean, y'all have way more employees than we have. Right. And y'all, you know, y'all might show up to a call that's just a medical emergency. And while y'all working on a certain patient, 
it turns into a whole disturbance with a gun, with a right. knife, with whatever it is. Right. And I mean, we're you still, can call for... Y'all, y'all can call all y'all want, bro, but just because y'all call, we're still 25, 30 right. minutes out, man. Right. No, no, man. No, I get that. That's like... Uh, you can call right now, let's just say in general, somebody could call their stomach's hurting. You know how y'all would come on emergency with us if it sounds a little suspicious? Yes. Somebody would call for their stomach hurting. Sheriff's office, police department, state trooper, they don't run emergencies, they do more traffic, state police, but PD and SO will not go to somebody's stomach hurting unless I request, unless they Correct. request. Correct? Correct. You could call for your stomach hurts. I walk in, you tell me to walk in your door, boom, that's it right there, that's over it. With. That's over with. All because I mean, who's susp- who's the, suspicious of a stomachache? At the, at the end of the day, bro, you're a first responder. You're you're in the category as law enforcement. People cannot stand law enforcement, bro. That's true. That's and, very true. And a lot of people, they just don't care. They don't know the difference between right. a, a paramedic or a cop. Right. They don't know the difference, bro. It might have different color uniforms, but you see somebody in uniform that you don't know. Over with. You call not. You call nine one one. I'm shooting. Who shows up? Exactly. Exactly. And somebody's gonna show up. You call for a stomachache. So and PD is not gonna be coming to that. Correct. Completely correct, man. It's uh, yeah, it's more or less one of those situations. But like I was saying, that one call that got to me, it was in uh the parish of Iberia. Uh It wasn't city limits and uh. Me and my partner, uh, I'm not going to say her name. I don't know if she'd care, but uh, my very first girl partner. And uh, you know her real well. Is Bruce. she still? Uh, she is. She works in uh, that's good, man. a different parish now. That's good. Amos, but, yep. She always had them white sunglasses on her head, so now that brings her bell to who yep. I'm talking nah, about. I know. Her. Looking goofier than yeah. the motherfucker, man. <laughs> the sweetest lady you'd ever meet, man. Sweetest. Like, man. She'd give you the shirt off her back, and then she'll... Whatever you need, but uh, I remember me and her, we get uh, dispatched out to in a traffic accident of a, it was this man, I think it was a stepdad and a daughter, and a stepdaughter, a stepdad or whatever, well, he was drunk, I believe, and he's driving on a, a, a major, like, not highway, but a major road, kind of by Grand Marius, you know, mm-hmm. uh, on the other side of 90. Mm-hmm. On our side, not Grand Mary's side, the one that runs all the way from uh, JT all the way to New Iberia. AD, AD. I don't. Okay, wanna, okay, yeah, okay. You know, I, I don't want to yep, throw that yep, name yep, out there. Yep, I got you. But it was right by uh by that school, by that church area right there. Yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. Coming the curve, he lost control, wound up flipping the vehicle. Uh huh. Well, we get there. Air Med already picked him up. The helicopter took him to one of the trauma units uh, centers and uh, close to area, the only one we have really. Mm-hmm. Not to mean to cut you off, man, but shout out to Air Med because y'all some bad motherfuckers, That's, man. They y'all should, some they should bad play that song, fuckers, uh, bro. They should play like one of them badass like old rock songs, like yes. "Born to Be Wild." Yeah, don't don't okay, say that I won't shit do, again. I won't do that yeah, again. I know you're not fond of that. If it's not Boosie, you're not a fan. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, but anyway, man. So we get dispatched out to that emergency. We go back up another unit. We get there, and uh, it was an older older truck. And uh, 
They're like, yeah, there's a kid involved. I'm like, oh, shit. The same thing everybody says. Motherfucker, oh, shit. Every time there's a kid involved in any emergency, we bro, get... Bro, you, you get that one detail in your descriptions, bro, and you haul And you hit that guys, bro. Man, there's something about kids and elderly with me, man. Yeah, same and here, man. I think that runs with everybody in the uh, emergency services. So we get on scene, and um, they're like, yeah, the little girl's all right. So I walk up to this uh, car, and the lady's like, uh... I was like, yeah. I was like, you're her mom? She's like, no, we don't know who her mom is. I'm like, oh, hell no. The little girl's scared. You can see it. Scared as hell, man. And uh, uh-huh. and she's uh, she's in the, in the car with this lady. Just the lady who was driving on the road, stopped and uh, was being a mother figure to the little girl at, the, at a rough time. Uh-huh. Searching the vehicle. They're trying to find the guy's license. They don't have it or whatever. Well, we wound up finding it. I look inside the vehicle. Everything was crushed. Everything was crushed around that vehicle. Except where that car seat was. Mm-hmm. Everything. And uh, that really, the little girl was not injured at all. We wound up bringing her to the same hospital. I want to say the guy wound up passing, you know, mm-hmm. after a while. But I got in contact with a mother. Mm-hmm. I was just talking to the little girl. She had to be three or four, my little girl's age at the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, that really stuck with me. And uh, like, yeah, almost made me break down. She wasn't hurt. It was just the fact that knowing she was by herself. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure she'd remember that. Cause a, little, I would. a little message to parents, man. Y'all, uh, I know it may not seem like a lot. It's just made out of plastic and everything. But car seats save lives. And it's crazy to believe that. And it's very true. that They that, save lives. That, that, that truck was uh, caved in around that car, man. And uh, wound up finding her mother on Facebook. Messaged her mom. Mm-hmm. Gave her the number to call. She called me. And we got the little girl. Wound up being safe, man. And... uh that's yeah, good, man. man. So God I have looks. Yeah, I've, I've I've seen a lot, just like you have seen a lot, man. You see more because you're constantly still doing it. Yeah. And uh, but yeah, man. If uh, the nighttime story. So you were t- talking about the bulletproof vest, and uh, one night we had this uh, guy get shot. We had a guy get shot one night, and we uh, respond to it. We call Aramed. We get on scene. He's obviously ten seven. Like he's not. Mm-hmm. Like does nothing. Mm-hmm. But there's so many people around, you try, you know. Mm-hmm. You try, even though there's nothing you can do, you're trying. And at, at that point, man, I mean, by the time y'all show up and everything, you already have family. And, and, and family, really, normal people don't understand. Like, right. If you show up to a scene and it, it, it's done, it's over, there's nothing you yeah. can do. They, they don't understand. They, yeah. they want you to constantly work on them they don't want they want you to do this want you to do that and you you know there's nothing you can do and i don't blame them because i actually i would be in the same same way even though i knew i knew better that that's actually not gonna benefit anything but yeah we on scene so was on scene they clear it guy got shot and i guess a uh, drug deal going bad or whatever whatever mm-hmm. the case may be mm-hmm. i want to say that's what it was and uh we're doing CPR, all this, man. He got bullet holes all over. Like, he's, you know, you can just tell. Like, this ain't it. So, Air Med, we call Air Med. Dude, it got really hostile. SO handled it. Kept us safe, and I appreciate that. But we go to pick the guy up, and I grab his legs, a firefighter, and uh, my partner, the white sunglasses. Uh-huh. She uh, had the top with the firefighter. We get the guy on the stretcher so we could head to the local hospital. And I uh, pick him up. And I grab under his uh, knees, you know how we grab right there and right. move him? Yeah, correct. I feel something hard. Like, I feel like something like metal. I'm like, man, what is that? You know, it's crazy. <clears throat> you said that one detail, and I know exactly what call you're talking about. Yep. 
And uh, I pick them up, man. And uh, yeah, cause uh, y'all were working that night. I want to say that was night shift. That was night. It was that during was, the night. Yeah. yeah, it was. It was, it was night a night shift. shift. Yeah, that was night. I came on the next morning. Yeah. I was on days at that time. I picked them up, and uh, it uh, and where my hand was, if I would have moved anymore, it was a loaded gun he had yep. in his pants. Yep. And you know where that loaded gun was pointed straight to? My head. Yep. If I would have moved any wrong way and hit that trigger. It may, like you said, the ounces and pounds where you got to put a little more force or whatever. Mm-hmm. If I would have moved anymore, I could have, I could not be here doing this. Today. Correct. So you always want to be on, um, you always want to be as cautious as you can, especially y'all side. Cause I mean, and at the end of the day, bro, like that type of scene that comes back on us. Cause I understand he's shot, he's wounded, whatever. As law enforcement, we still have to make sure everything is safe right. for y'all to come in. Right. So even though he's laying down full of, you know, gunshot wounds or whatever's going on, we have to make sure that, you know, he's good for y'all to come in. Correct. So Correct. we have to search him, all that good stuff. <clears throat> and I think it was missed there. And it's, you know, dude, you, your mind's racing a million miles 100%. an hour. You, you're at an active scene. Yeah, man. you don't know if somebody... There may not, you don't know. There, dude, there was like 50 people there. You don't know yep. if any one of them shot him. You just yep. don't know. Yep. And they're trying to keep this scene safe. But in the end, it could have turned bad. So that's another call that stood out vividly to me. And, uh, man, we ran a few calls together. We'd uh, link up throughout the night and uh, just bullshit when we actually had downtime, which was surprising to have because yeah. uh, we were so busy sometimes. Speaking of little link ups, man, um, I got a little story for, you know, the listeners and everything that's listening. We had a hurricane down here a while back, and our actual local department supplied us with some MREs. <laughs> and I know where this is going. Man, this MRE was fucking disgusting. It was horrible, uh, man. This fucking disgusting. So I'm like, man, look, Ben, go ahead and try you a little bit. All right, man, I'll try me a little bit. Oh, you, know, yeah. you know, Ben's going to try him some. <laughs> so... I undid it, everything, gave them, put it on top of the ambulance, started eating it. Bro, the look on this man's face, the amount of gagging he did eating his MRE. Matter of fact, I think I still have a video somewhere on my Snapchat of you eating it. Eating it and yeah, throwing up a gagging after, man. Dude, that was horrible, man. I still can remember the taste right like, as as we speak. I remember it. And uh, that's it's funny you say it because... Uh, I remember sometimes y'all would come, you would come to the station, or we would all link up, you know, different uh, officers throughout the night or whatever. When you get downtime, and uh, in the morning we'd wash the unit, give it a good bath before the day shift would come on right. our ambulance. And uh, I was washing it one day. I said, you know what? I looked at Colby. He was sitting in his uh, his little patrol unit. I said, why don't you get out and wash this? That man washed the ambulance. What a good friend. Couldn't ask for a better friend. My dude washed the ambulance for me, so I didn't have to. But yeah, man, we uh. Fun fact, I did it for the next shift that was coming on. It wasn't for me, was it? You know, not at all. Not at all. Not at all. Fuck you. Yeah, fuck you too, bro. <laughs> but uh, man, at the end of the day, <clears throat> like with the times we're in now, a lot of people don't care too much for police and uh, just police and like sheriffs. All, all, all of y'all in one, you know, cops. That's not a big topic right now. People are really happy with. But at the end of the day, man, it's uh, <clears throat> it's weird because at the end of the day, once they take that uniform off, they're a human being, just like every one of us, man. It, he, they have families. And, it's uh, a title, man. It, it is. It, it's the title. It is. Very much is, man. And a lot of people don't know what y'all go through and what y'all deal with. Do you remember the first <clears throat> time you 
had to clear a house or a building with your gun drawn or anything like that? You- uh, the first time, man, no, I don't. Because like, like I said, I mean, we get alarm calls all the time. True. And on these alarm calls, if we, you know, see an open door or a, a, something unlocked or anything, we have to clear that residence. Wow. With gun drawn, I'm, I'm assuming? Yeah, definitely. Okay. Definitely. Definitely. Oh, yeah, you don't want to go uh, just with a flashlight. You look like a fucking security guard. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm not. No, <laughs> no, big dogs around here. Yeah, big dog. But, uh, man, uh, I've been in SWAT going on a year and a half now, man, and being on SWAT. Well, congrats man. on that. I didn't I didn't know that. Yeah, 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 man. I've congrats been on SWAT on that, for about a, a year and a half man, now, you're man. moving up over there, man. I'm a big dog. You're a fucking big dog. You're from dog. Grand Mary. <laughs> yeah. You knew Iberia. Yeah, shout out to my Grand Mary peeps, man. Man, Uncle, but, uh, Uncle uh, Lair. Chillat. <laughs> Chillat. Um, but nah, man, being on SWAT and everything, man, uh, all the extra training we get and all that good stuff, man, uh, I'm not down it. I'm not downgrading any other officers, but clearing a building with actual people that's knowing what they're doing, trained for that, correct, and just a, a, a regular person, bro. It's it's night and day. It's right. night and day. So, like I said, being in SWAT and everything gave me so much more um, training, so much more everything, and I I can clear. Damn near a whole house by myself. Man, you could clear the fucking Walmart if you need. Not saying to. that I ever would. I'll hold what I have until some backup show. I'll right. never clear a house by myself. But I just have that mindset. Like I could do this if you needed to. Hundred percent. If you needed to. Man, man, I respect man. that. Hundred percent. Uh, let's see, man. Uh, any good calls lately? I've been missing out, so I don't get any of the insight anymore. The first hand uh, view of so it. So funny you ask that, man. Um, and. We're on the topic of, you know, SWAT and everything. Right. We actually just had a SWAT call out last night, man. Wow, man. So Wait, I'll, didn't you work yesterday? Yeah. <laughs> when did your day to work? <laughs> Was it? Man. So uh, I wake up at 4 o'clock in the morning to right. get ready for shift and everything. Okay. Our shifts from 5 to 5. Literally, technically, 5.30 to 5.30. But we but always do that generosity of 5. It's a little come, courtesy yes. thing. Like, if yep. night shift gets dispatched at 5 o'clock... You're not taking that call. I right. got you. Don't worry right. about it. Go home and get some rest. Correct. And they do the same because we exactly. had the same thing on the end. Exactly. 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 Go ahead. Shout man. out for the night shift on our rotation, man. Y'all y'all helped us out so much. Man, um, you're going to have to actually tell these guys to check it out, man. Yeah, definitely. Give it a follow, man. But go ahead, man. Um, so you had a call last night. So after working up, all day. Woke up Thursday morning at 4 o'clock. Um, got off at 5 o'clock. Came home. Took a shower. Chilling on the sofa, man. Um, I get a phone call. Hey, look, this is what's happening. We're about to have a SWAT call out. This was like at 8 o'clock. At uh, Thursday night? Yeah, Thursday okay. night, 8 o'clock, 8 o'clock p.m. Like, hey, man, look, get your greens ready and everything. Greens is the uniform we wear. Get <coughs> your stuff okay. for SWAT. Get your greens ready. We're probably going to have a SWAT call out. It's not determined yet, blah, blah, blah. So we got all my uniforms ready and stuff. 9 o'clock, I get a phone call. Hey, time to hit it. Oh, cool. Yeah. So from... Worked from 4 a.m. to 5.30. Got called back out at 9 o'clock p.m. that night. Right. Ended up not clearing. Usually when you're starting to get ready to go to bed. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I already okay. took a shower. Like I said, me and the old lady was chilling, watching TV. Okay. Just, just relaxing. Um, got a phone call. It's time, time to get jiggy. Oh, cool. Shit. Let's get it. What would what, you play? What kind of music you played on the way over there? I ain't lying to you, bro. I was, I was listening to some Nickelback. 
I don't know. If I, I don't know if I want to slap you right now, or I, I don't know. I don't know what it was. It was bro. just a rock version that was getting you pumped up. Yes, yes. Hey man. Hey, whatever. I thought about taking some pre workout, but I was like, God oh, damn, man. Because oh. like, um, like I said, I got the phone call, man, and everything. We got to a scene. Um, ended up holding perimeter, all that good stuff, uh, everything. It. It was a hostage situation. Oh wow, man! Wow. Yeah, man. It was it was a male that was holding a female and two kids hostage. So we had negotiations going on. Any had, any weapons involved, or you yes, were just holding them in the yes, house? Yes. Oh man! Um, wow. There's a lot of weapons involved. Right. So safe from him. Um, as far as what weapons were collected after everything went down, I, I don't right. really know because right. that's more of detectives and stuff. <clears throat> okay. As a SWAT team, we just go in, handle our business. And then and go home. And go home. Make sure everything's safe and then you head out. Right. So, awesome. like I said, we got there around 8.30, 9 o'clock. Got there. We did not leave that scene until, what, 8.30 the next morning. So you up over more than 24 hours. It was 28 hours I was up working. Wow, man. 28 hours, man. And you slept. That's, so that's this morning you got back from that. This morning I got back home. I walked in my house around about 9 o'clock I walked. And I walked you slept this afternoon. And you made time I, to be on the podcast, man. I appreciate that. Not a problem, man. I appreciate you for having me. Um, And 12 o'clock I had an actual funeral escort and a little extra oh, security. Damn. So I'm like. Talk to my old lady. I'm like, babe, look, ain't no way I'm waking up. So I ain't need, no I, I need you to wake me up whenever eleven o'clock comes around. Right. So she woke me up and everything. And like, babe, you have it. Mm mm. <laughs> so the one that's in charge of the um the escorts and right. everything, she knew that we had a SWAT call out, all that good stuff. So she called me at like ten o'clock. Sweetest, sweetest old lady ever. I love her to death. She's like my fucking grandma, man. That's awesome. I love man. her to death, man. She called me. She's like, "Hey, baby, I know you got. <laughs> I know y'all had a long night with you. I'm not gonna make it. I yep. find somebody else. Click. That was yep. it. So shout out to her, man. Love you to death. That's um, awesome, man. But yeah, so I was up for 28 hours. Ended up getting like four hours of sleep, man. That's oh. it. Because, like I said, back to working nights, you work nights and you sleep all day, and it feels like you miss everything. So, I actually woke up. It was like 1, 1.30. Probably around when I had called you, huh? Yeah, matter yeah. of fact, yeah. And yeah. I was like, uh-uh, I got to get up. So, Damn, got up, man. took a shower, went and get some shit to cook, and now we're here, man. Yeah, thank you for the food. It was very, very delicious, Yeah, I man. can cook, but from Grand Mary's. Uh, I don't I wouldn't. Uh, I'm from Grand I don't want to say nothing because I know a lot of people out there in the Grand Mary. Yeah. You know, funnest, funnest story. So, you, what's your ethnicity? You're white mixed with black? Yeah, I'm, okay. I'm, my mom's white, my dad's black, man. Okay. It's all mixed. How does that work when you, if you don't mind me asking, like if you encounter like with, uh, with like um, just people in general, you know how like, People, how did they say that? Like the racist. Yeah, the like racist. with racist so, people. How you? How did? So how my shift, my shift actually loves when I do this, man. Uh, we handle calls, man, and you know how people are. Oh, you pulling the race card? It's because he's black. Blah blah right. blah. And my first, my first instinct, the first thing I say is, my dad's black. Right. And I, I, I people just look at me and like they're just in shock because like I, I don't look, I don't look. Like my dad, I don't, I don't, I don't know how to explain it. 
Yeah. Like I look white with a good tan. Yeah, same. But that's what that's what I am. That's, you're it. No, I'm tan. Man. You're it. I'm, so when I worked at McDonald's, the lady uh, had my paperwork and all that, and she actually, this is a hundred percent true story. It had B on there. You worked at McDonald's? Yeah, you don't remember I worked at McDonald's? Well, no, I was in high school. I, I did that for a year. Working, yeah, I don't remember. I had the one by the house, by, by our old houses. Okay. Right there by the, uh, yeah, by the golf yeah, course. Yeah. Really? Uh, yep, I worked I, there for I, a yeah. year. And uh, sweet, sweet old black lady, Miss, uh, I don't want to say her name, but real, real sweet lady, man. She uh-huh. got me on. And uh, she, uh, on the paper, it had a B. And uh, I was like, what does that mean? And she's like, you're from Grand Mary, and I didn't never hear of Grand Mary growing up. I mean, uh-huh. it's not too far, but I mean, I never heard of it. Nine mm-hmm. times out of ten, if you don't celebrate Mardi Gras and you're not from Grand Mary, you're not going to know what Grand Mary right. is, man. And I didn't know up until when I started almost on the ambulance and in the fire department. But she was like, you're from Grand Mary? I was like, no, ma'am, I live like five minutes down the road. She was like, well, you're black? I was like, I'm not. Like, this is a 100% true story. Uh-huh. I was like, I'm not. I was like, she's like, your dad is not black? I said, no, ma'am. And, uh, but yeah, that's, so ain't, nobody ain't, could pull that, uh, race card on you while working. And that's ain't, good. Ain't nothing black about you, bro. Uh, I'd say from the waist <laughs> down, maybe. <laughs> With all due respect, I didn't want to say that in front of you. Uh, no, you're good, man. Girlfriend, man. But, uh. She good with a little bit, too. <laughs> man. But, uh, so you never had, like, anybody get rough with you on any cars? You had anybody ever get rough with you on cars? All the time, man. All the yeah. time. Um. A lot of a lot of the people we deal with, man, are hopped up on meth and think they're fucking superheroes. All this good stuff. So you're again, you're going there for a little disturbance that can be, you know, handled. Hey, y'all just separate. All is it is it true that uh, when you're on like a uh, hardcore drugs like uppers and shit like that, like meth, and that'll get guys to be homo, like queering around with each other? I've heard that. It'll make them. I don't know if you've seen it as a cop. I never seen it on the ambulance, but I heard that. Uh, I, I I never heard that. I don't think I would be on any drugs and want to queer around. I'm just gonna be honest. Nothing uh, wrong with being gay. Nothing wrong with being gay. But I don't. You never heard that? No. Okay. Well, no. we'll forget that even happened there. We'll forget that even happened. <laughs> that kind of threw me off. I forgot what the fuck I was talking. I'm sorry, about. man. I just had to put that in there because I heard that. But uh, no. Um, but I yeah, a lot of a lot of people we deal with, man, they're all hopped up on meth and everything. They're fucking superheroes. They're strong, man. They got that strength that comes out of nowhere. So a little, a little. You're not even getting arrested at this point, bro. Like you're you're tripping. You're tripping. So we're gonna detain you. Right. We're gonna put you in cuffs and make you calm down. Just be. People, just because you are being put in cuffs <laughs> does not mean you are going to jail. If I was in cuffs, I think I was going to jail. If people are getting put in cuffs and if we are if we are reading Miranda rights to you, that does not mean you're going to jail. So okay. chill the fuck out. Well, good. Maybe not everybody knew that. I didn't. If right. I was, if you put me in handcuffs, I think I was going to jail. Right. I'm, I mean, if I put you in handcuffs, you're probably <laughs> going to jail, Ben. You would put me to jail? Oh, 100%. Oh, without a doubt. I think I'd make it in the jail. We you had. wouldn't. Okay, probably not. You yeah, wouldn't. Actually, if one of, I ran a few calls, I'd they, the, uh, they would. They would take your honey buns. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna just say this. So we went into the jail, and uh, the Paris jail we have, uh, we ran a few. A guy got his ass whooped in there. Uh-huh. And man, they, it's just like on TV. They banging on the fucking doors and shit like that. I'm like, calm down. Uh-huh. You're in Iberia Paris jail. You're uh-huh. not in Angola. You're not all this big shit. Uh-huh. You in jail? I get to leave this motherfucker. You don't. So 
Yeah, man. You good? You good? No. Uh oh. She's all right. Okay. No. But uh. Oh. But yeah, man. Like I said, I mean, you deal with a lot of people that's hopped up on meth and everything. Think they're superheroes. So we try to explain to them what's going on. They they bugging. So all right, calm, you need to calm the fuck down. Right. Put you in cuffs and everything. They start resisting. Whenever you're resisting, that's a charge. That is a charge. Damn. If you if we're putting you in cuffs and everything, you pull away or you try fighting us and everything. That is a charge. Okay. So y'all don't do that. Yeah, man. Uh, Stay like I said, y'all 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 not going to fucking jail just because we're putting y'all in cuffs. It's to detain y'all, it's to keep y'all calm, it's for our safety and y'all safety. Um, but yeah, man, this happens all the time. I mean, my old lady, bro, like she doesn't know half the shit we deal with on a on a regular basis. That's like I wouldn't I didn't wanna uh, like I can I can get into fucking seven fucking fights in a day and she asks how your day was. Oh, you know, hot. It was hot. It it, it was long. It, See, I don't I don't I, like literally when I'd be telling stories to like my friends and stuff like or like even you or just we talk about it. Mm-hmm. And we make jokes out of it because that's a way of coping. That's a coping mechanism. Mm-hmm. So not not <clears throat> don't mean to cut you off or anything, bro, but this is one thing that I have learned in my five years in law enforcement, bro. And this goes with any job. Do not ever bring your work life to your home life. Right. And don't ever bring your home life to your work life. Correct. Correct. Ever. Ever. Correct, bro. man. That's a... Uh, OG told me that, man. Not even a cop. He, yeah. He was basically... Matter of fact, he, he, was, he was just a little... A little dope head yeah. that we dealt with, man, and I get a lot of I get a lot of you know information and good advice from you know people we deal with all the time. And he he told me that, man. I was like, that makes sense. Left the call and sat down, thought about it. And I was like, that man's right. Damn, you know yeah. that, that that that's facts. Yeah, that's facts, man. That's uh, like she'd get she'd be like, I never heard of that that story you say. Well, I don't like to bring it home and. Just like you don't want to come home and you don't want to put her in that position of you having to draw your gun out on people like that. You don't want to you don't want to have her have that thoughts or whatever. Correct. So I feel you on that, man. I, I totally get that. What um, I won't keep you too much longer, man. No, you uh, good, man. I have, like I said, I'm not on any time schedule or anything. <clears throat> what uh, what keeps you motivated to keep doing this job? Like I said from the beginning, man. You don't know. You wake up in the morning. You don't know what you're getting into. Everything is a different. It's not repetitive at all, at all. I mean, you might have your same addresses you go to, you might have your same people you deal with, and everything. But at the end of the day, you don't know what you're getting into. You could have, you know, a day you handle three calls. You could have a day Bless. you're dealing with a shooting. You're dealing with right. a homicide suspect. You're dealing with a pursuit. You, you just don't know. Yeah, that's I know, man. I uh, I get that. Yeah, man. So I mean. Like I said, I love what I do. Um, wouldn't trade it for the world. I'm blessed. Uh, yeah, man. I, uh, yeah, no. That's uh, I think what kept me motivated to keep continuing doing all that uh, that job was, I know, man, I felt like even though I did it for a few years, not as long as you've been doing it, mm-hmm. I think I get the more satisfaction or I got the most satisfaction of, Knowing that I did my best 
to help. I did as much as I could to help that person in their worst time of need or their worst day. When you call the sheriff's office, the police, the ambulance, the firefighters, you're not calling them to hang out with them. You're calling them because you're having your worst day and you need help. You need some sort of assistance. So I think, and I mean, I get angry going to the same person's house, but as, as I, you know how you get your repeat repetitive or your same people all the time. That's that, that all goes back to you training, man. Like the whole time I'm on my way to a call, I'm pissed off. Like, right. I'm really dealing with you again. Like, why the fuck are you calling us? Right. No, man. Bullshit. But whenever you actually get on scene, you have to put that face on. You have to put that yeah. game face on. You have to, you know, it's all about you. Why did you call us? What, what do you need from us? How can we help you out? Yeah. So it, it's complete bull. It, it's complete bullshit, man. Yeah, and it, it would make me uh not, I wouldn't say necessarily like angry or like, man, what the fuck? I think that I wouldn't say it out loud mm-hmm. in front of them, obviously. Nobody mm-hmm. would. But I remember this one call. It's 4.30 in the morning. Now, you know, I'm getting ready to leave that motherfucker at 4.30. But that's the worst, man. Whenever you about to get fucking off and they call your radio, boy. And you always get like a boy. 303 or whatever, blah, 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 whatever number. They would call you like that. On our, we had the laptops. And just like y'all had your laptops, you heard our thing. It would say incident assigned. Uh Uh-huh. When that motherfucker would say that, I'd want to take that screen and throw it out of there. When it's 4.30 a.m., so it's 4.30 a.m., we get incident assigned. I actually want to say we were crossed up that morning, if I'm remembering correctly. I don't know if you do. We get an emergency. It comes in as a sick person. is how they document it and all that. So, well, anyway, we we get in the truck. I'm about to leave in 30 minutes. My Sometimes we show up 4.45 or whatever. Whatever. Five, no later than 5 o'clock, we would crew change. Even though it's 5.30 to 5.30 like you. Correct. And courtesy. Uh, yeah, courtesy, dude. You know, but uh, to try to miss them calls because that's when they would come in hot. As soon as you crew change, and that's when you get it's one. Always, you bro. Always, get always. One. Well, it comes in and it says, "Uh, it's blah blah blah." Your old female, I think she was in her sixties or seventies. Four thirty a.m. Mouth is dry. <laughs> Piss me off. Piss me off. I'm thinking to myself, did this, this, did this lady not try to drink fucking water? We get there, get our damage. I'm talking to her. And I'm like. It's like, what's going on, babe? She's like, oh, my mom's pretty dry. I was like, you tried water? No, I haven't. I was like, would you like some? Yeah, I'll take some water. Go ahead, get her some water. <laughs> she drinks her water. Winds up still wanting to go to the hospital. Can't deny it. Got to bring her. You, you know that. To. You know that's right. Got to. Thank God it was a local hospital because with us, we could be in New Iberia and they want to go to Lafayette. They request what they want. And guess where we're going if they want Lafayette? We're going to Lafayette. So... She's like, I'll go to New Iberia Hospital. I was like, it's fine. Get there. Amen. And uh, <laughs> Amen. And thank God it was there. But, uh, you know, I'm coming to think like it's more or less of a, maybe she might have needed somebody to be there. She was by herself. That's what I think. Like maybe some of the, the Man, stupid. I, I, feel, I feel like a lot of like the elderly people and everything, they call us or they call y'all, well, Acadian and everything yeah. because. They have nobody. Bro. They have nobody. And just they, seeing They that, hate to be alone. Yeah, and I mean, I honestly don't blame them. So at the time, it would make me upset. Like, or not upset. It would make me be like, man, come on, man. You know, there's more emergencies going on, more serious things. But right. that's serious too, man. They, they, You never know. You just don't know, man. I mean, suicide is uh, is very... We, we, we deal with a lot of that, man. Do, man. And uh, just like even first responders... First responders in general, like probably more deaths 
for first responders and not work-related incidents, it's probably suicide, man. I guess for cops or for any first responder, probably the number one death of first responders would be suicide. Correct. You go through so much. You've seen so much. Like you said earlier, the kids, man, that will always stick with you. I don't care who you are. If it don't bother you, then you're just a horrible human being. That yeah. that there There's a lot of calls, man, whenever, like, like I said, bro, in my five years in law enforcement, there's there's one call that fucked with me, and I was that two-year-old. Yeah. And not much shit fucks with me. Right. Like, I brush a lot of shit off. Like I told you just now, never bring your work work life to your home life. Right. Never. Right. But in certain incidents, man, it it happens. Bro. Yeah, like there's nothing you can do. And that call I was talking about that stuck with me. And I had more than that. But kids are always the number one thing that bothers me more than anything. I mean, I came to this guy's not answering the door and he's in there dead, you know? Yeah. Plenty of times. Very plenty of times. That's whenever, uh, that's whenever y'all call them big dogs out. Yeah. Us. Well, man, you know. We well, got to handle y'all bullshit. I remember you know one call we had for a little uh, a psych patient. Uh, and Actually, you and uh, your FTO at the time. Uh-huh. And I was, I think you was on your own, and you were still in FTO. It was right at the end of that. But uh, we couldn't, we can't go on scene until y'all clear the scene. Yeah, because we, held that, and <laughs> we you, them big dogs. And you had, held that we over my head dogs, for man. Why. You had held that over my head for a long time. You can't go on scene without us. No, you're right, man. And uh, that's all clown and joking. But at the end of the day, I appreciate that. Because no, no, not hundred percent, man. Like I said, whenever we do get on scene and we clear shit and everything, y'all will deal with the medical side, of right, shit, bro? And I. I Man, a man, bro, I couldn't do it. I, 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 I couldn't do what y'all do, man. It's uh, it's always that you you wash my back, I wash yours, and you just, it's a it's a big family. Mm-hmm. It's a big family, man. At the end of the day, everybody gives each other shit, and uh, yeah, man, it, it's it's all just a big family, and it's it takes a strong person to do any one of those first responder, firefighter, EMS, uh, police. It all it's uh it's definitely something. You know, so not everybody could do it. No. And would if you say like ten years ago, you'd see yourself as a cop now. Hundred percent. Ten years ago, you think you'd be a cop now? Oh no, ten years ago. Yeah, ten years. Oh, ago. I thought you said ten years from now. Oh no, oh, no, no, no. no, no, no. We're years? gonna get into that. We're gonna get into that. ten years hell, ago. You thought you'd be a cop? Hell no. 20, Sixteen years old. Yeah, I'm gonna be a cop when I'm twenty-one. No, no, not at all. No, I was I was thinking about money. Yeah, I wanted money. That's it. The dude was doing his uh his Mardi Gras dance. But uh, money. <laughs> where but, uh, you where you see yourself from? What what do you want to do? You want to do you want to progress or progress in the? What what do you what do you see yourself from ten years now doing in the law? Do you want to retire law enforcement? Hundred so, percent. I I do want to retire law enforcement. Um, I have people all the time. All these interviews that I recently took and everything. Uh, they ask myself. They ask me. Where do you see yourself 10 years from now? Bro, I'm just trying to make it through today. Yeah. Like, <clears throat> these are my goals. These are what I want and everything. But at the end of the day, I just want to go home. I want to go home, yeah. I just want to go home, man. And, yep. and, and, like, I have these goals for myself and everything. Um, I see myself at a certain rank, at a certain uh, position and everything. You want to eventually become a lieutenant, run a shift? Definitely. I could see you doing that. I think you. Definitely. I think you uh, have a very high chance of doing that, man. You. Uh, how, how how could I say that? You. Uh, 
I think you're a great leader. Mm-hmm. You'd be a great leader. And you have the knowledge and, uh, yeah, you've been doing it five years. I don't care how long you've been doing something. You could do it for 20 years, but have you been doing it 20 years right? Have you been doing it the Correct. right way? Correct. That's that's so. that's that's a really good statement you just made, man. It that's is, a man. really good statement you just made. Yeah, you've been doing this for X amount of years. Right. But have you been doing this for X amount of years correctly? Right. That's that, right, that's, man. That's, and that goes with anything. That's even outside of law enforcement or any first responder. Like, any, if you, man, it's just like, you need, if you're going to be doing something so long and you want to be, you want to be a leader or a boss, a foreman or a lieutenant ahead of something, you got to do it the right way so you can show the younger generation. We still young, but I mean, shit, you never know. My Correct. son could be a cop and working for you, you know. <clears throat> so I'm you like, want to lead the young generation in the right way. Right. Like I said, uh, like you brought up earlier at the beginning of the podcast, man, you said that I just got a promotion to corporal. Right. Um, with corporal, you're actually promoted as a FTO. FTO stands for field training officer. So all the new people that's coming into law enforcement, they, you know, go through the academy, all that good <clears> stuff. And you still have... Damn near uh, <laughs> a year of you know on the road training. Right. You have to ride with somebody. You have to know you know what you're dealing with. How the to do the paperwork. Yeah. Basically, yes. So I know the type of deputy I am. Okay, I know what I do. I know what I'm capable of. So if I pass the information that I know down to the people that I'm training they can possibly be the deputy that I don't want to say that I am, but the deputy that I am. The deputy that you are, the deputy that people expect to have protecting them and And serving the community. Bro, bro, a lot of people don't understand. Being a deputy doesn't mean you have to deal with everybody's crime. You don't have to deal with people, you know, their problems, all that good stuff. Being a good fucking deputy means you go into a call, you see some fucking kids across the street playing some basketball or what. Bro, I can't tell you how many times I got out of my unit, 103 degree weather. To shoot some basketball with some kids. And you know what that means to them? They may not have a you're father sweating, figure. Yeah. You're sweating your fucking ass off about to pass away. <laughs> or with that big vest you got to wear. 137 degrees outside. You're shooting <laughs> basketball fucking with 40 pounds of equipment on your waist yeah. with a bulletproof vest yeah. around your fucking torso. Playing with these kids. I'm not doing this shit for me. Yeah. But guess what? I just had an impact on this kid's life. They don't... They, they, mom. Dad. This cop just played basketball with me. He's, yeah. I, 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 just cha- I just changed the whole fucking view of a cop yeah. for this one fucking kid. Dude, and I respect that, man. And all honesty, I love, I love how you just said that. that uh, I, it's, it's funny you say that because I was growing up, and uh, you know where I grew up at. You've seen it's not a horrible neighborhood. It's a good neighborhood. You know, mm-hmm. it's, but I remember the sheriff's office when they didn't have the city PD. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you recall that. I'm sure you do. Back in the day, when I was they, young, they we actually young. they actually split up a couple. <clears throat> matter of fact, a couple months before I actually uh, joined yes, the sheriff's yes. office, they actually split. Into they put a the PD, PD back, correct? Because the SO was running the city and the parish for yes, a while. Yes, which is whatever. But I remember this vividly, man. I was riding my bicycle and uh, outside, and I had a ramp. My dad made me a little wooden ramp. This is when I was a kid, man. I had to be eight, nine, the latest. Uh huh. And uh, I wish I could remember that cop. And I'm sure he was still there. Like, even to now, I just don't remember. I wish I would have remembered him. But I remember his face. I remember him. I don't remember what he looks like. But that man was like, 
No. I think I think what you had said about you getting out playing basketball, you changed the view of that kid. Correct. You he might have been told, man, all oh, cops are bad, you know, fuck cops or whatever. But you getting out, he's like, man, this guy just played basketball with me, and he was real nice. He wasn't mean to me, wasn't anything like that. I was riding my bike, and my dad had that little ramp, like I was saying. Uh huh. And he, um, I jumped the ramp on my little bike. Not a big ramp, man. Maybe a foot and a half off the ground. Probably broke your fucking ankle. I probably almost broke my fucking ankle. I wasn't <laughs> as big as I am now. I wasn't, uh, not that I'm huge. I mean, I'm a bigger guy. But uh, he was right there. And, and man, like, to be honest with you, man, I was scared of cops just like the shit you see on TV and all that, you know? Bro, it's just the, so I'm a cop. I've been a cop for five years. And if a cop gets behind me. You still get nervous? My heart still beats. And you it's want just them. it's just the the officer presence, man. Yeah, it's, no, man. It, it, it is what it is. Yeah, um, it it is what it is, bro. But, like it's just that officer presence, man. Yeah, no, man. I agree, and that's how it was for me. And then the cop sat in the road, and I it was it was the old sheriff's car, it was a white car, had the like a gold line on the side, and it said sheriff, and it was Iberian. That's when it had the red lights. Had red and blue lights on the top. I remember, dude. I remember the vivid white. And that white was cop. that was that was back in the nineteen sixties, bro. But I was only born in ninety eight. <laughs> I was born way after you. And uh, he watched me ride my bike, man, for like ten minutes. He's like, "Man, do that jump." I did that jump. I remember that. I wish I could. I wish I would have known that cop. I wish I would have been remembered of him, so I could talk to him. Just and I never grew up after that, where like hating cops. I was always like, "Man, fuck the cops, man." I don't want to, you know. Exactly. I don't want to. I don't want to get in trouble. I don't like getting in trouble. I don't like getting that fucking speeding ticket the other day. Mm-hmm. But yeah, man, you uh, you made a very good point, man. To take the time out. Definitely. Get, it's fucking right now. It's almost nine o'clock at night, and it's a hundred degrees outside. You know, it's take the time out in the middle of the day, man. And like you do, like you do, and like you said, man, just. Try to make an impact on everybody's lives. I think that's what uh, 95% of policing is, is uh, trying to help somebody, man. Changing, Definitely, changing. Man. You know, you're enforcing laws and all that, but changing uh, changing the view, man. Because right now we're in a bad time where it's like, uh, and it, it bothers me, man. It's And it's far from being uh, any racism, anything like that. You're one of my real good friends, and you mix, man. It's just I wish there was a way we could get rid of racism. Mm-hmm. And just hatred towards people, man. It's just it, 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 it's gonna always be. It's there, always man. gonna be there. It, it, they just it's have, always gonna be they there. They have them people, bro. They have them people. Mm-hmm. But look, man. To all my local or to all my fellow law enforcement, y'all, y'all, like he just said, y'all take that time. Y'all take that 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 three minute, five minute, you know, break. Y'all, y'all take that five minute sweat. Y'all get out y'all unit. You know, throw a football, throw a baseball, play yeah. some soccer. You know, yeah. it, it it may be hard on y'all because it's so hot. Like I said, we live in Louisiana, man. Louisiana it's a ain't hot, motherfucker. Louisiana ain't no joke with this fucking heat. Nope. Um, I mean, it, it's been a hundred and four for the last two months with heat index of one fifteen. Our grass is dead. Our grass is dead. Yes, it hasn't rained in two months. Yep. Um, y'all, y'all take that five minutes. Y'all, y'all play with the kids. Y'all change the atmosphere y'all change the view because these kids that y'all it's our future man yes y'all y'all kids y'all getting out and playing basketball with you know throwing the football or whatever 12 years 10 years 15 years from now y'all are going to be the reason why they look at cops different yep 
they're they will always remember that one cop that got out and did this or did that. They will always remember that y'all gonna y'all will be the impact on these kids' lives. And I think that's a, that's a very good point, man. Like you said, like what you did with that kid, I guarantee you he remembers you. I and guarantee man, it's not you, even man. like it's crazy. It's not even kids, man. It, it's not all about kids either. Like I can't tell you how many times I arrested somebody, and the whole time, the whole way to jail, we had. I don't. I don't mean to sound like this, but I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck about what you did. I don't give a fuck about the the charge you you are facing or anything. On our way to jail, I can't tell you how many times we actually had a heart to heart. And yeah. like, look, man, or if it's a female, look, you fucked up. Okay, you're going to jail. There's nothing you can do about this. <coughs> Only thing that you can do is learn from what you did. Yeah. Shake back, get out, and change. Change the way that you just did. Change right. what you just did, um, bro. There's been multiple times whenever I'm off duty, complete normal clothing, and most of the time people see me in normal clothing and they don't. Boy, you would never guess I'm a cop. Never in a million years. Never guess I'm never a cop. Never in a million years, man. The way I dress, the way I act, like you'll never guess I'm a cop. I can't tell you how many times I arrested somebody and they came up to me and be like, "Man, look." I appreciate that that little talk you gave me. It really spun my life completely around. Like, it, it may take fifteen minutes to five minutes to bring a guy yeah. or a female to jail. Sit down, drive them to jail, talk to them. You that, fuck. That, the few minutes might change their life, man. You fucked up. Yep. Learn from your fuck up. Yep. Shake back. Learn from your mistakes. Yep. And you could talk to man if you talk to a hundred people and you get. If you get one out of a hundred, man, you did something. You know, it's better than zero and a hundred. You one in a hundred. Man, I think we uh learned a lot, man. We learned a lot of. Uh, I re- I appreciate you getting on, man. No I really, problem, man. I'm really, I really thankful, man. I know I said this before, man. I really do appreciate you. But um, before we end this and everything, man, uh, I'm just curious. What 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 made you want to start a podcast, bro? So so let, let's let me let me tell you. So I've been, I, I never listen to podcasts, right? I'll tell you about it, man. We got time. I'm not in a rush. I don't know if you're in a rush. Not at all. We ain't going to make it too much longer, man. But I think this is an amazing podcast, man. I I loved it. I loved it being with you, man. I really enjoyed this time I had with you. We need to, that, need to not, not hang out uh that man y'all yeah, man y'all follow y'all subscribe y'all like the uh the yeah, podcast and everything for part two it's good look, yeah. i want to get him back we'll get you back on man if i got down, stories and sto- i got five years of stories to you know we'll, tell we'll uh well, i'll definitely get you back on man whenever you're ready and just holler man i'll uh see what so what made me want to get into the podcast and was i got tired of listening to the same fucking music every day at work right uh-huh so i'm like man what can i listen to that's I don't want to listen to nobody talking. A guy I work with was like, man, check out a Joe Rogan podcast. Everybody knows a Joe Rogan podcast, you know. But Joe Rogan, that's actually a uh, like an actual viewing podcast, correct? As in videoing? Yes. Uh, yes. Okay. Yes. Now, are you are you? That's the future I want to do. Are you interested do, in doing? I do. Viewing? I do. Okay. Yes, I do. I uh, <clears throat> listen to one of his podcasts, and then I was like, man. I like a more of a I'm a com I like comedy like we all do you know Correct. you know me you've been knowing me for five years you know me I know you yeah you a <laughs> you fucking clown me. man I, that's why I want to get you back on where we can have a 
just a conversation, man. It don't have to be about work, but I want it. I'll tell you, I said, why I definitely wanted you on. Not because you're one of my best friends and like a brother to me. And, you know, I worked with you fucking for years, day in uh-huh. and day out. So I was listening to a Theo Vaughn podcast. You ever heard of Theo Vaughn? Never. Never? He's from South, he's from South Louisiana. He's from Covington. Uh-huh. Comedian. He's uh, in his forties, man. Real, I think he's hilarious. I like him. Uh, uh, actually, I want to go see one of his shows. But uh, but anyway, his podcast. He has a few famous people on there, but he talks to a lot of day in and day out. He talked to a plumber. He talked to crime scene cleanup mm-hmm. people. He talked to, recently to a coroner. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to get a coroner on and talk to him, man. That'd be something cool to check I, out. I can I can hook that up for you, uh, man. We'll have to. We'll get in contact. We'll we'll figure all that out, and uh, that'd be cool, man. I'd appreciate that. But uh. And I was like, man, I know so many. I know he's talked to a retired police officer. Mm-hmm. And uh, once I heard that one, I was like, I heard that one. I was like, oh, yeah, ding, ding, ding. I don't know a retired police officer that would do it. But I got a best friend who's a cop who's been uh, on the in the EMS world or the first responder world. And, and, and that's good because a retired, quotation marks, police officer, and an active police officer in today's age are totally different. Absolutely. Bro. Totally fucking Absolutely. different, man. And uh, so that's why I was like, man, I knew a lot of people. I, there's not, there's anywhere you can actually, like me and Lilith go anywhere, there's somebody I know there. There's somebody I know there, no matter where I'm at, anything like that. There's somebody I know. So I'm like, man, dude, that'd be something cool to do. I grew up, I mean, we all make jokes. We all, like, we find each other pretty funny, hilarious. Mm-hmm. We laugh at the stupidest shit together. You're, you're not funny at all. I'm not? No. I'm really not? No. Damn, man. <laughs> <laughs> that sucks. I thought I was, but, uh, yeah, man, I was like, man, I could do a podcast. Oh. I was like, I know a lot of people. I'm weird. I mean, I'm good with talking to people. You're great with talking to people. You do it all day, every day. Mm-hmm. It's not about being shy or anything like that. And I was like, man, I'd like to do it. And then I was like, man, can I do it? I was like, I know a lot of people. So I did one with me and my brother, my older brother, DJ. I did one with a retired Navy sailor. That was a good podcast. A Navy sailor? A Navy, a Navy guy from the Navy, retired Navy guy in the Navy for 20 years, man. Check it out, man. You in a cop car for 12 hours. If you're not on a call or anything, man, check out the yeah, podcast. Yeah, but like you said earlier in the podcast, I'm just, I'm banging boosting. Oh, yeah, I'm banging, banging gates. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Forgot that NBA young, young boy on that. I don't fuck with him. Me either. Me either. Me either. Uh-uh. I like uh, I like that good shit. I like Ice Cube and all that old that old Easy E. Like Snoop. I said, I'm going to a SWAT call. I'll listen to goddamn Nickelback and Slipknot and shit. Yeah, ready to, sad. That fucker ready to fucking ready to go through up. a fucking wall, boy. But I I came across that. No, was like man, I can, I want to try out a podcast. So here we are, man. I, and it's doing really good, man, man. From what you showed me earlier, man, like I I. I I'm really impressed, bro. I'm I, proud man. of you, brother. Thank you, man. Thank I'm you. proud of you, brother. Oh, you saw the map. I got people on the Correct. East Coast, California, Florida, Correct. North America. The, uh, only, the only way to go up from now is up. Yeah, man. That's, the only way is up now, man. That's I mean, it. congratulations on your podcast. Thanks, man. man. Congratulations on all the views you get. Congratulations on all the you know different states that's yeah. you know actually tuning into your podcast. And I appreciate, Shout out to y'all, man. Yeah, each and every one of them. Thank y'all so much. It wouldn't be. It, I think that's also a motivation for this. And I just, I think, man, there's so many things that uh, I can sit here. We can sit here and talk for hours at a time, man. And we're going to have to do part twos of different things like this. And we're going to have to get you back on. We'll talk more about different stuff. And 
probably the next time we we go to do a podcast there's so many different things that done popped up that happened oh definitely bro like so, i said every every day is a different a, exactly. a different thing man um but that's what uh that got me into podcasting wanting to that's what's up bro being able to bring like normal people like us like us just regular ass people mm-hmm. people could hear our story people look at you and be like man that dude don't go through shit like that bullshit that dude lives it every day every single fucking day except on a wednesday and thursday and then monday tuesday and like i said man the regular you know the the civilians they they don't really understand no and they they never they never will until they they hear about it or they in that position correct correct man so I think we covered a lot, man. We covered we, a lot. We, we learned a lot. Did. There's a there's a lot more that I can get into depth with. There's a lot more stories I can go into. There's a lot more questions that you can ask me that yeah. I can ask you. Um, we definitely could, and probably more than likely will do a part two to this. We did. We definitely will, man. I will <clears throat> definitely get back on. You know, we'll get in contact with each other. I mean, we talk. Pretty pretty regular now. Definitely. I mean, Definitely. we've been for the last five years and all, all that. And you basically work walking distance from my my yeah, new crib. No, my, yeah, yeah, yeah. Once again, man, congrats on the house to y'all, man. Appreciate you, man. Proud Appreciate of you, you, man. Uh, I think you're doing a, I think you're doing a damn good thing. Thank you, man. Just outside of your personal life, but like in in our community, policing and uh, just giving back to the community, man. So we covered a lot on this podcast. Thank y'all for listening to the Top End Podcast. Our uh, fellow deputy, Kobe Seagu here. Uh, if you live in this area, man, you see see that. If you watch uh, that, our buddies, TJ and uh, Nick's his name, their yes. podcast, you yes. get to see him. Yeah, that was a good podcast. I uh, watched it. I don't know if they on Spotify or anything like that. Uh, I'm not sure, but 100% they're on uh, YouTube for sure. Yes, they're definitely on YouTube, man. Y'all check out my boys TJ and Nick, Nick yep. uh, on YouTube. It's called the, the Cozy, Cozy Podcast. Podcast man. Um, I know I'm on this podcast right now, but I also have an interview on their podcast. Like I said, y'all go check that out. Um, YouTube. Give 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 both of these podcasts a follow, man. I think you get some great content. Maybe one day uh, I talked with TJ, and maybe we get him and Nick on. And uh, maybe they'll get me on their podcast. If you want to send them a little a little video, man. Yeah, uh, I definitely will, man. Like yeah. I said, um, we can go on and on about stories, yep. bro. Um, like I said, it's it's it's, it's five years of never fucking ending yeah, man. stories, man. Oh, yeah. I I appreciate you for having me on this podcast, man. Yeah, man. Um, thank you. Thank we definitely, you. we definitely gonna have a part two. We definitely gonna have, you know, you definitely gonna have more people on this podcast. Oh, yeah. uh, I'll. Hit up all my contacts and yeah, everything. Man. I, I appreciate that, man. And even like your friends and all that, like the people I don't know, man. If they listen to stuff like that, shoot them our our uh, podcast. This will be up on a we shooting on a Friday night tonight, mm-hmm. Monday morning. It'll be out at uh, midnight Monday, uh, early sun, early Monday morning, Sunday night. I usually put out one once a week, but uh, man, go ahead and check out our our podcast. Give it a follow. You could check us out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, anywhere's man. It's on all the platforms. No video yet. I'm looking, I'm looking into video. I wanted Definitely. to make sure I was into into it, and I'm really I'm and really I, attracted I think, to it. Man. I think it's actually growing faster than what you thought you. I would. thought it was. I, I think it is too, man. So I think I think in the very very near future. He's gonna start having actual video podcasts, yep. and y'all can see my sexy ass. Yeah, that dude's a little. That's a handsome little dude. You I better watch that, out. I appreciate that, bro. I appreciate yeah, that. You, ha- you handsome too, thanks, bro. Thanks, man. Yeah, I'm honestly, yeah, you, you ugly as a motherfucker. 
I was just saying he was uh, somewhat handsome, but thank you once again, man, for being on the podcast. Man. I appreciate y'all. I appreciate you for having me, man. Um, yep. Uh, if y'all have any questions or anything, yeah, man. If any any questions, uh, y'all can shoot an email. You could email me at Ben Baudouin ninety eight at gmail.com b-e-n-b-a-u-d-s and dog o-i-n 98 at gmail.com eventually i want to have where we could get pe- people to call in have some questions and answers we can answer some questions i want to get Co- kobe's going to be back on the podcast definitely thank definitely. you for your service man not a problem thank man you. i appreciate you man thank um, you keep doing you, what you're doing bro your three years uh you know active you know yeah uh paramedics and all that good stuff man i appreciate you for the, the, the endless lives you saved and all that yeah, good man stuff, same man. to you man thank you for keeping us safe on calls i guarantee you everybody would uh, say the same thing if they hear in this podcast thank you again kobe not a problem brother top hand podcast Podcast. Y'all check it out. Thank you, Kobe. Thank Y'all you. Y'all stay tuned, man. Now look, it's time to sip a little, a little something, <laughs> something, man. Y'all have a good night. Later.